Welcome to the Underground, unlocking alternative journeys to health with host Kelly Richardson. Over the next hour, you're going to hear from the experts of bioenergetic kinesiology and clients who have experienced success with this modality. Now, here is Kelly. Welcome to the Underground. I'm your host, Kelly Richardson. I'm the owner of the Richardson Center for Learning and Wellness in Janesville, Wisconsin, where we provide services for people with concussions, trauma, allergies, learning issues, and those with aches and pains. I share a passion to teach others about bioenergetic kinesiology. One way I plan on doing this is bringing in leaders in my field, as well as clients to tell their personal stories on the show. You can reach me at kellyrichardson.us, or you can call the office at 608-563-5202. This week, we're going to be hearing from Diana Rinkoff. Diana works with with entrepreneurs and professionals, school-aged children, and young adults to increase their clarity, confidence, and focus. She takes a holistic approach by rewiring their brain to clear away past trauma, emotional relationship, and career issues, and much, much more. After 20 years' career in the corporate world in senior roles, Diana pursued her passion and earned her master's degree in transpersonal psychology, the mind, body, and soul of psychology. Her background positions her well to understand the mindset and problems of the entrepreneurs and professionals she works with. Diana successfully helps hundreds of people to understand the change-limiting benefits to achieve personal and professional transformation. Welcome to the Underground, Diana. Thank you, Kelly. How did you get into the field of bioenergetic kinesiology? Well, it's kind of funny. I finished my master's um, and it was, my thesis was on belief systems. Whatever you believe becomes your reality. It's that simple and that complicated. And so I was working with clients and I was doing a radio show. So that was in 2007. (laughs) And uh, it was the beginning of a radio show. And I had all types of alternative medicine on all types of uh, alternative, um, just like you're doing basically. (laughs) And, um, I had someone on who was a brain integration practitioner and my daughter had always struggled with learning disabilities, severe learning disabilities. And so as soon as I found out that that was even possible to change her life by that type of technology. We had tried everything at that point. Um, I went off and took the classes for brain integration, and it was the beginning of how I transitioned into the, this field. And that's where I met you. Yes, was, you did. I think we were in Boulder, Colorado, weren't we? Yes, we were. out there. And that's mm-hmm. how I met Diana, is in Boulder, Colorado, taking brain integration technique classes. Right. The classes lasted. It was quite intense therapy for, I, yeah, there's like over a three-year period, I think, that I finished all the advanced classes. Mm-hmm. And um, so I use a combination of things in my practice today, but that is the basis of what I use. So how did you start your practice after you took all the education and learned about how to do brain integration? How did you start a business in this? Well, I got out there and networked and (laughs) I spoke at a lot of schools Mm -hmm. and talked about what I do. And uh, now I don't do much speaking. I do from time to time, but um, I have a 
pretty regular clientele of referrals. So what, what are some of the challenges that you faced when you first got started? You said that you went up to the schools where they were well, receptive I, of that? No, I think in 2007, the world was very different than it is today. Um, in 2007, 8, 9, 10, uh, people would say, oh, that's voodoo. I, I, if I heard that one, you know, no, it's a technical process developed by doctors, but everyone couldn't believe it could be that simple. How can you change these things? Um, but I got really fortunate. I met a woman at one of the networking um, meetings that I went to, and she was just starting a school. And because she was just starting a school in more of a suburb of Houston, uh, she was taking kids that had severe problems. And so I started making presentations to the parents, and I would get like 10 kids at a time. And so I would go to her instead of the kids coming to me. I would go to the school once or twice a week. And we saw a remarkable difference. And the teachers, I integrated them so they could understand the difference and how it worked. In fact, she had a young girl who was a graduate of A&M, but she was going to fire her. Honestly, she was all over the place. Wow. Uh, so she had gotten her degree and at A&M, which is a really good school. Um, but she was all over the place. She could not follow directions. She couldn't keep the kids on task. And I integrated her. And after that, she became one of the best teachers and is still there today. Um, what happened is um, some of the older teachers couldn't believe that this was actually possible, that kids could start learning. And one of the oldest teachers was like, I knew there had to be something that could help children, but you know, I've tried everything. So it was really nice because we had the feedback from the teachers. We kind of cut out the parents because really it's the teachers who were noticing the differences. And so they could tell me, okay, he's still not doing well in this area. Even though he's reading better, the comprehension isn't where it needs to be. Yes, he's sounding out the words, but the comprehension. And so each week I kind of had a write-up on what I needed to work on with the kids. So it was incredible from that perspective. The other thing is they did testing, and I apologize, I cannot remember what kind of testing it was, but it was the the yearly testing. And with that testing, um, you are not supposed to be able to jump a, a more than a 1%, 2%. And the children were jumping 10 to 15%. And so that was like unheard of with this type of testing. Uh, so I got really lucky in that I got a lot of data. I really started to understand how the the technology, the brain integration technology worked with the kids. Also, I started to really put together my master's in transpersonal psychology because what I really work on today is more emotional. Emotions drive everything. And I was able to see that with the kids. That's really, really cool. You and I have this have had similar training as far as the brain integration technique, but because you have the master's degree in 
transpersonal well, psychology. It's psychology, yes. Yeah, it's in psychology. psychology. And mine's in education. We've kind of, our, our sessions may look a little differently. How would, how, with, how would you describe setting up a session? What does your sessions look like when you get well, started? Well, I think that it's, I have, I do things depending. If, if it's kids, I do follow the format of the brain integration um, and I bring in like, what are the emotions? After COVID, a lot of kids have been having severe anxiety. I mean, more often than not, I'm being called not for that they have learning problems, but it is anxiety. I mean, just in the last few weeks, I've had a kid who would just set, pull up his hoodie and refuse to do work. Um, another kid that's a really bright young man and has done really well in school, but he is, he's had so much anxiety. He thinks he's going to fail the test. He has never, there's no evidence because he has never failed the test ever, but he is convinced he's going to fail the test. So he's crying on the way to school and doesn't want to get out of the car. Um, and you know, what does a parent do in that case? Um, another thing is COVID helped in a way because for the first time, if it was stay-at-home parents, they really started seeing their kids not being able to do the work. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a wake-up call for a lot of parents. Um, so some kids, even though they were smart, uh, they weren't getting the work done. And so, you know, the, I don't think that educators are describing it well to the parents. And the parents, I don't think, are understanding what the teachers are really saying but anxiety has really played a big part since COVID. I saw that too. I saw all of a sudden these kids, they had a hard time with even going back to school and the yes. anxiety of, and the pressure that they told me that they felt going back to school and having to perform at that caliber as far as getting work in on time and all of that. It just seemed absolutely overwhelming to them. And being around that many people was really difficult as well. So it's almost like because they were so isolated for so long, they didn't have that exposure to be able to work through that in a slow, gentle manner. It was thrown all back on them all at Mm -hmm. once. And it was overwhelming. So think about it. There are a lot of first and second graders, third graders who actually started with COVID mm-hmm. instead of going, you know, kindergarten, first grade, second grade. So they hadn't had that experience of being nurtured along the way. Um, right. And the other thing I, I really think is a huge problem is the teachers. <laughs> the teachers are under so much stress. And they went through COVID and now there's so many more rules on them and they are stressed to the max. And so they don't have the nurturing and the patience that maybe they had prior. And I mean, just all the kids now with IEPs, 504s, RTIs, and legally (laughs) they're bound to, to fulfill the needs of these, you know, legal documents. And it's really difficult when you have so many kids in the class and they're mainstreamed and some of the special needs kids aren't getting all the attention or the assistance that they need being in the mainstream classroom. Now, do I think that they should be in the mainstream classroom? 
at times that's needed, but I think it's also doing a disservice of not getting them the services that they need. Have you seen anything with how the teachers are absolutely overwhelmed? Yes, but I think it's teachers. It's uh, yeah, I have too. Um, but the interesting thing is that I think that a lot of the kids, if they just had the basic bit formula of turning off anxiety, trusting themselves, turning their brain back on, um, I think a lot of things would clear up. Um, I don't think a lot of the kids. I think they have anxiety, which, as we now know, takes two to three minutes to shut that off in the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that would change things drastically. Now I used to do that out at the school because it was a private school. And so a lot of times we would do just a, a group balance. And I've actually suggested that to some of the teachers stand in front of the room, do this and have all the kids hold their own head. Yeah. Or you could even do switch on, switch off. Switch off. Yeah, exactly. Because that can help their attention span and wake them up in the morning and get them so that they're focused on the school. You can make it into a little dance. Make it Uh, exactly for them. what I've been trying to get teachers to do. Um, I think that's a phenomenal idea. Plus, it kind of focuses them on the group activity, getting them ready for the day. Get, you know, if... If they're still a little squirrely and squirmy, it gives them a you know a couple minutes to settle down and get ready to learn. Yes. And when I was in the classroom, I would do similar things to that. Right. Or and the, by just... the way, there's a lot of things out there on Brain Gym, so you can look them up if anyone's listening or and call. Brain Gym has... is a little different than brain integration technique. It is. So they are different modalities, but under the bioenergetic kinesiology umbrella. So there's lots of modalities that incorporate bioenergetic kinesiology. And that's why we're doing these shows to show the differences and how some of them have certain strengths. And with brain integration technique, it's very strong with the learning disabilities and learning it's, issues. It takes a kid from being an average C or D student to an A or B student. It's the difference between a kid who is really good. Um, I, I like to say the difference between a car mechanic and an engineer. The, you know, they were both smart. They really understood how engines or technology worked or something, but one could focus and one couldn't mm-hmm. to make it through college. So. I've also noticed like brain integration technique is phenomenal for concussions. If yes. Athletes, high-end athletes have concussions. I go through the protocol with brain integration technique, and that seems to really help out as well. So, so that brings us to an interesting point. What I started realizing is that executives need brain integration as much as the kids do. Oh, for because, sure. For yes. sure. Because they want to be at the top of their game. They want their brain to be working at top or peak performance. And they need that focus, that clarity. And so, and uh, and they still have a lot of emotions that come up because they have oh, yeah. to make some pretty big decisions. And so my practice has shifted a little bit. I actually work with a lot more executives these days than uh, children. I, I work with both, but it just seems that you go through phases. 
Well, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And you can elaborate on what you've been doing with the executives now. Today, we've been talking with bioenergetic kinesiologist, Diana Rinkoff. When we return, we'll hear some of Diana's stories from the field. Stay tuned. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. Are you tired of feeling powerless over food? Do you obsess over every bite? Dr. Nina is here to help you identify your hidden triggers, stop emotional eating, and create permanent, sustainable weight loss. No more diets and no more deprivation. Learn how to live a life of freedom, joy, and happiness while still enjoying the food you love. Join Dr. Nina as she shares her expertise on how to outsmart emotional eating and live your best life on The Binge Cure with Dr. Nina. Thursdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Welcome back to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to The Underground. We've been talking with Diana Rinkoff and how she got her start in the bioenergetic kinesiology field. Diana, can you tell us a little... We, we, We left off with you just starting to tell us about how you're branching out into working with executives that need some brain integration. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Okay. So one of the things that I used to do, because when you would bring a child in, the child had problems, but the parents are (laughs) the next big problem because they were holding the children in the space of having learning problems. So I quickly realized that I had to start working on mom and dad a little bit. So I would give them as part of my package um, a session. And I also at about that same time was doing a lot of networking. And so I was, there were a lot of women entrepreneurs and, um, So I was out there and I was just saying, I think I could help you with that. Why don't you come in and let me try. And um, what I started realizing that all everyone has stuff off. 
in their brain. What happens is if you're a very logic learner, you learn how to compensate for it. You learn how to take the test. You learn how to study harder. Um, If you are gestalt, then you pick other fields. Um, And so I started realizing that everybody has learning disabilities. And once they started being turned on, I was getting amazing result feedback. Um, entrepreneurs who hadn't been able to sell anything, any of their products, to suddenly having tremendous success. Well, in that process, one of the women um, decided to bring it to her company and see if I could start working with some of the people within this company. And I did. And they started having miraculous results. (laughs) And so it kind of was just a trial and error. But I will tell you that when anyone, and I'm talking CEOs, uh, I have a lot of doctors, CEOs, COOs, um, partners, they, you know, they have really big jobs and they have to be on their best game all the time. And so, you know, it's, it's sort of like, how do I say this? I'm a coach and a therapist and I do the I do the integration work, um, but I will say that I had a business background, so I did work at high levels of, uh, or I call myself a captain of industry. So I do understand some of the issues that they have to face. But let me tell you about a couple. You want? Do you want to hear a few? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had a woman who uh, came in, and uh, she was she had had. She was a CEO. She had had just tremendous amount of problems with getting all the partners to agree on everything. She was so frustrated. After long conversations with her, she finally decided to come in. On the first couple, after the first couple sessions, she came in and said, I've decided what I need to do. I need to sell the company. Oh, wow. That's I know. quite a big decision. So, yes, uh, she was multi-million dollar company and she started pursuing we put all the got her head set straight for how she was going to you know uh, put her company on the market anyway then by that was february by may she was doing presentations and courting and by the following december she had sold her company to a billion dollar company, multi-billion dollar. So um, it was like, and she will completely 100% say that it was because I kept her on track. I kept her brain working. I kept her um, not, you know, focused on the right things and not getting caught up in the little details that, you know, she was taking all the phone calls for. Um, I had a partner or he's not a partner yet. He's about to be a partner of a big six. Uh, he had to go through the presentations um, where he presented to the council. And, you know, he had reminiscence of school stuff that came up for him. And so we worked through all his anxiety and got him on track. He has made it to the next level. There's only one more level he has to go. Um I had a woman who was a, um, this one's really interesting. She was kind of a whistleblower. She was working in compliance and she noticed some things that were really off and 
soon after that, she was let go. And so every job she would apply for, she was sure that they would find out that she had been let go. And um, so that, you know, that anxiety that builds and so you can't do your best. Anyway, um, she got um, two offers on the same day, which was kind of cool. You know, that's by no coincidence, right? Um, But it's a lot of after COVID, a lot of doctors have been depressed, having to deal with what they've had to go through. Yeah, a lot of nurses yeah. um, yes. seeing all the all the ugh, what they've had to see mm-hmm. and experience, and they're left behind with the family. So all the emotion um, that they've had to deal with. So I have um, just all kinds of different clients. There's no real. I know people say you need to kind of hone in or center on one type of client, but I find that. Just uh, anything that's causing problems, I get a call about. I do too. That's why we're doing this show to bring about awareness of what you can use bioenergetic kinesiology for. Right. Now, you were talking a little bit about the emotions, and with emotions, they get stuck in the body when there's trauma or you're going through high stress situations. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I kind of see this as, um, how, how do I explain it? It's like the pathways into the brain just get like turned on, like worry or stress. They just get turned on. And so people then start worrying about everything. They, you know, then they start being cautious when they're driving. They can't sleep. They're worried about their family. So something like the stress and worry, it just keeps building in every area of their life. And then they start having illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and which, because all that stress, all that cortisol is stored in their body. And so then it becomes more complex. It's really hard to figure out, you know, w- what started the problem. So at first they just think it's, oh, you know, um, Oh, I've been a lo- I've been stressed a lot, you know. But then you start finding out that they have illness. The doctors put them on con- some kind of anxiety medicine, and so it and becomes. Forget to tell you. Have you ever noticed that? Yes. Oh, yeah. And I have that too. Yes. And I'm on this med. It's like that would have yeah. been very helpful to know ahead of time. No time. <laughs> I, one of the really interesting stories is there's this woman, and she came by way of. Um, Oh my goodness. I'm I'm recalling it because it was so crazy. She came by way of another person and she called me and I swear she didn't make one bit of sense. I mean, she just rattled and she was telling me her childhood. And the next thing she was telling me about her mother, I mean, she was all over the place. And so I was just like, trying to cut her off and like, you need to come in. <laughs> you need to just get here. Appointment today. Yeah, today. <laughs> so I see her and she's telling me that that she's on all this medication and now they don't know what they're going to do with her. Um, They're thinking of some like brain surgery. Yes. Brain surgery. I know. I won't mention the facility. Um, And so, and she had also been applying for all because she was just desperate. She couldn't hold a job and she couldn't remember anything. She pretty much couldn't function. And so she was uh, 
signing up for all these different uh, studies for her brain. And lo and behold, I did the COVID protocol and I put, I did a couple sessions of a lot of the brain integration and she actually is a science teacher. She's back teaching. Her brain is back on and she is having no problems. Why did you choose to use the COVID protocol? Because she had had COVID. That was the beginning of the end. I mean, a lot of times I'll like, if that's when the problem started. That's a good thing that you learned that then, didn't it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Thanks to Kelly. (laughs) Yes. Uh, But I thought that was interesting. They were actually thinking of operating because doctors today do not have anything. They're calling it long haul COVID, but really a a simple uh, couple sessions with brain integration would put the brain back together. Did you have to do any like of the advanced stuff like working memory or anything along those lines to get no so that she could kind nope. of keep her thoughts together? No. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now I do use that sometimes, but not on that particular person. No. Um, it's interesting how much COVID did mess up people's brains. Um, you hear them say, I can't remember things. I'm not like I used to be. Um, I had another guy, he's an entrepreneur, very successful global entrepreneur. And he called me because his son and daughter had had the brain integration about four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And he called and he said, I've not been the same. I can't do the work I used to do. I can't stay focused. I can't remember anything. Do you think I could come in? <laughs> and of course, of course. And so um, I think a lot of people just think that they're getting older and they have to settle for um, not remembering. And a lot of them look towards, you know, supplements, which can really be beneficial or, you know, even coconut oil and the studies with that and Alzheimer's and whatnot, yeah. or yeah. if you're taking statins and how that can affect the brain as far as dementia. But really, you can just use, utilize the body to help heal itself. Right. If you know the protocol, basically. I mean, it's that simple. It's that simple. And the other thing I want to point out to everyone is it doesn't take, this is, it's a, it's one or two and done. It is not forever. No, We actually do fix things. Now, not that something else won't go off, not that, that something could reoccur, but it's not an ongoing therapy. Um, Correct. It, it it's uh, these things are fairly simple to put the brain back on track. I always explain it that we work ourselves out of a job. It's not yeah. the best business plan ever. <laughs> well, I convince all my clients to come back um, if they start feeling anything off because you know life well, no, presents a lot know. of stuff, and I get a lot of return calls. Um, like three years later, five years later, they'll call. Um, so yeah. I've been at this for a good while now, since I think 2010 mm-hmm. um, is when I started to full blast. 2007, I graduated. I was taking a lot of classes. I was putting my practice together. Um, so it's somewhere in 2007, I've been working for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I explain it as 
the what the bit pro- protocol does is it allows you to go downstairs because you know the lights went off in the house and you need to figure out which circuit breaker got tripped and right. you f- go through and you start flipping them on until you find one that was tripped and then you turn it back on right and sometimes with stress they'll get tripped again or if you're in a car accident or you have a concussion or somebody dies these are the things that i've seen where my clients will come back in for, but it doesn't necessarily mean that um, you'll always have to come in. It's right. usually, you know, we do the, I do the protocol. I have them wait two weeks, have them come back in. We go over the checklist of all the concerns that they had prior to coming in and see where we're at post. After that, you know, they're like, when do I need to come in again? I go, you'll know. It's usually, you know, six to nine months. That's usually a good time to brush up because, you know, kids are starting school. You want to make sure that they're ready or before they start taking the SATs or something along those lines. Those lines. You might want to get brushed up on. Or if you're doing a big, you know, um, meeting or your presentation. Yeah. Those are ways that I have seen it be beneficial for them to come back in. Have you seen similar things? Exactly. And so I, even for myself, when my mother passed away a few years ago, I was traumatized. It was sudden. It was because of COVID. Some of the medical things hadn't gone correctly. And I was so angry. And I had to work on myself. And it took, a, it took several months um, I, if anyone has worked with me before, if someone dies, I actually allow them a little grief period and then I work with them because it, it's things, life situations completely throw us off. And yeah. we don't realize what stress they put on our brain and then our body and illness. Um, I don't know. Uh, we were, you were talking about the supplements. I believe in supplements. Trust me, I do. And I believe in medicine. However, if your brain is not working and your body is not performing at the right place, all that stuff is not going to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a little break right yep. now. You've been listening to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. We've been talking with bioenergetic kinesiologist Diana Rinkoff on her experiences in the field. Stay tuned for the conclusion of The Underground. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. In this polarizing age of misinformation, it is critical to examine the lessons of the past on history, culture, and trauma. Ingrid Cochran, CEO of Paces Connection, and her guests will explore historical trauma and outline how our collective past shades our perception of today's world and our shared experiences. In this podcast, we will examine the impact of past atrocious cultural events and the impact of the systemic trauma of racism and poverty on the human experience. Ingrid and her guest will also outline what is needed for our collective healing. Please join us for History, Culture, and Trauma, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Welcome back to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to The Underground. Today we've been talking with bioenergetic kinesiologist Diana Rinkoff. I'm your host, Kelly Richardson. Diana, when we left off, we were, we were kind of talking about how often you have to come in and get this work done. Both of us said it's not necessarily like that. It's more we follow the protocol and then you come in for checkups afterwards. Can you tell us a little bit about what has been the greatest impact that bioenergetic kinesiology has had on you personally? Yeah, yes, for sure. My husband um, and my family, my husband was a big wave surfer and he messed up his back and he, he has just had nothing but problems. And I work on him all the time. Uh, he has frozen his back up in several times when we've been out and his back froze. I, and the technology that we use, I can unfreeze it. Um, I can basically we, I don't, I use emotion in my practice more, but then when someone tells me they have a physical problem, I know how to fix that too. <laughs> but of course you do. <laughs> yeah, of course. But, um, this technology works physically as well as emotionally. And so I work on my husband a lot, a lot. And in the beginning he was very resistant, but if he gets mm, a little bit sideways, I just say, sit down. I'm working on you. <laughs> that's bossy so, there. I know. I didn't mind making an appointment. <laughs> he oh, has to come that's... into the office. If you want this, you have, you to, have be to be an active part. Yes. Um, so I, it's, I've worked my daughters in Australia. Oh, that was a good story. Uh, she had a premature baby and um, the, the little guy. And um, this was great because I was, she would go in to hold the baby out of the incubator and then I would work on her while she was holding the baby. And um, so the baby got to go home. The doctor was like blown away. He was like, I've never had a preemie go home this early. And then when he came back for the checkup, um, he was like 10 pounds heavier than, um, he had ever seen any baby. Uh, now I will tell you that she's had some problems 
with him with his um, intestines not developing it correctly. Uh, her milk didn't come in in the beginning, and we turned it on. With it was like four hours later, she was pumping milk. So this stuff can be done over the phone. She was in Australia. I was here in America. So a lot of this can be done over the phone. Um, so my family has, you know, benefited greatly from it. Um, the other thing, a couple of things I want to point out is uh, with kids. Today, the, I, gluten is a huge issue. And people are thinking that kids have learning disabilities, but sometimes it's the gluten. Sometimes it's an allergy. We, of course, clear up any kind of allergy that's out there. Um, bullying is huge. And even though kids may not have a learning disability, it can create kids doing very badly in school because they can't cope with the bullying. Um, and so there's so many aspects. It's almost like, and doctors don't know what to do with all these different things other than put them on some type of medication, which, you know, it, it could help. But then at the same time, a lot of times it doesn't. So reaching out and asking questions is the best thing to do. Where has this work taken you in your life? Well, meeting a lot of very cool people. Like, my, like me. Yeah, like you. <laughs> and I think also um, it's not only the people, but the clients I've gotten to work with, but it's also learning more. There is so much of this technology out there. And um, I think that I know you and I get excited when we find out about a new class. There is so much available that um, I don't know why the, the shift in medicine hasn't been greater. Well, I know it, for my clients, you know, when they call in, it's, is this covered under insurance? There you go. And it used to be neuromuscular repatterning. And so you used to be able to charge insurance companies, but things changed. Um, I'll just say it. When Obamacare hit, they started denying our claims. So well, I've never been to able start to start going cash only. So well, I know I'm... for my business, that's what when it changed. Well, I think it's state to state too, because in Texas, um, no, you can't even. Uh, I, a lot of people I know have given up their licensing because you can't touch a person um, and have a practice. So a, yeah, yeah. I, had, I had a massage therapist around here. She was trying to shut me down and I had to show her state statutes that showed that I could do what I'm doing. She was like, she doesn't have a license to touch. You can't do this. And I'm like, you don't know the law. Look yes. at the law. So I think it's different in every state. I think you're right. And there. I think there's some of the problem. Um, I'm not sure I would ever get involved in insurance. Um, I, so it was a nightmare. I, it was. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go there. So I had to hire um, somebody to take care of it. Yes. And that's that. So, all of a sudden, you have to up your rates even more. Well, I, I think know that, why doctors charge $350 for a 15 minute. I don't know. I'm the same amount as a facial or a massage, or right. I mean, even today getting your nails and toenails done. I mean, it's a hundred dollars. Come on. It's at everything. Least. Yes. It's at a little least. higher around here, but um, yeah. 
So I, I really don't think about it. No one ever complains about the price. Yeah. I really don't have that. Where do you see this field going in the next 10 years? Or where would you like to see this field going in the next 10 years? Well, I really, I think that if traditional medicine would really accept us as practitioners, that there could be more of a, hey, I don't know what to do here. What do you think? Uh, Do you have anything for this? When it is those in between things, there's obvious places that traditional medicine does a fabulous job. But when someone doesn't have a sense of smell or taste and they don't know what to do with it, or their brain is a little wonky because of COVID, they, you know, long haul COVID and hope for the best is not the answer. It's true. Um, I have seen that even in my own practice. Have you worked on anybody that doesn't have the sense of taste or smell? Yes. Yet? Have you had yeah. that fascinating experience? Yes, they get it back. <laughs> it's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is kind of cool. Um, but a lot of people really, as I said before, suffered like being out of sync, I think is the way they describe it the most. And um The other thing I want to tell everyone is motivation and drive are in the brain. You do not have lazy kids. You do not have lazy kids. The problem is they have no motivation and drive. It's the switch in their brain is not turned on. When it is turned on, those kids get off the couch and get the stuff done. They get their homework done first. And for all of you women out there, That's how I get my clients back. I will tell you, motivation and drive is my biggest secret because people start getting everything done instead of procrastinating. But motivation and drive are in the brain. For my kids, it was interesting because that was like, it takes a little bit longer for that to turn on. But when it does, it's so cool. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, my bedroom is a mess. I can't stand this. And they just get up and start cleaning their rooms and you don't have to say a word. That's when you know that the motivation and drive has kicked Kicked in in. because it all of a sudden you don't have to tell them things. They're just like, Oh, this room is disgusting. Oh, it's so funny. One of the moms, um, I asked her when she brought her son, I'm like, well, how are things going? And have you noticed anything different? She goes, oh, no, I know this is working. And I said, how do you know it's working? She said, because last week when I picked him up and we came home, he went right into the garage and cleaned it up. I have been asking him for six months every day to clean out the garage. And then he went up to his room and cleaned it, too. And she said it was miraculous. I had, I knew something had changed. I would um, pay anybody to be able to get my kid to do those things. You know, what I mean? <laughs> um, another one. All of this, I would have paid money for that, that, just so I don't have to be the nag. So one of the moms that brought one of, well, I said that I work on the the parents also. So right. um, I, I worked on the kid, and then I worked on the mom, and. I turned her motivation and drive on. The next week she came in, she could barely walk. She cleaned out. She did 10 years of cleaning out closets and the attic and the garage. And so she had thrown her back out. Well, good thing I could put that back together also. So I put her on the table first, put her back, her back, back together. And motivation and drive also is with the executives when they can 
get things done, they are like powerhouses. When their brain is operating at 100%, they trust themselves and their motivation and drive is turned on. There is no stopping them. I've seen a lot of cool things with my practice out in Boston where I worked on the firefighters or I worked on the police um, and they would, before they would have to take a test to get their promotions and they're like, it's worth every penny. Penny. (laughs) I know. Most of them, you know, they were at the top of their class when they took their test, which makes them first to get the promotions as well. So for them, you know, they were just begging me to come out and work on them and then COVID hit and I had to shut down the office out there. But it was, those were the cool ones because I'm like, how did you do? How did you do? And they're like, I ranked number one. This is awesome. Well, there's a lot of people I've had that too, who've had to take like the CPA exam or the law exam or real estate. And they've taken it over and over again and they keep paying to take it. And they keep missing one or two. And because it's almost like in their mind, they know they're going to fail. Whatever you believe becomes your reality. And so it's the focus. And then it's also the emotional being able to change those belief systems. And you work a lot with belief systems. Can you tell us a little Mm -hmm. more about that? Well, what it's, I mean, this it's, if you just sit down and think about what you believe in a particular area, that is exactly what you're getting. And so letting go of negative belief systems about yourself, about your abilities, about what you can accomplish makes all the difference in the world. People just start skyrocketing um, as far as their abilities to get things done once they don't have any limitations on them. And of course, we all grew up with teachers or parents who doubted us. I mean, of course we did. Yeah, of course we did. Um, I did. Closing up, what is the coolest thing that you've been able to be a part of by doing this work? But that's a good question. Because you've been able to be a part of a lot of cool things. Yeah, I guess I've done a lot of women retreats and spoke at, you know, those um, conferences. So I've done Mm -hmm. some work like that. That's really fun. But it's just, I think it's just the text message or the phone call to find out like somebody was really struggling or wanted something so bad and then you know, they, they really doubted themselves, but yet we were able to work through that. And then you get the success story. I love those text messages. Yeah. Those are probably really my good. favorite. I mean, yeah, they're not like a cool story, but to get the feedback of how they keep getting improved, yeah. how they keep improving is just, I don't know. It's so fulfilling. Changing lives one at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've been talking with bioenergetic kinesiologist, Diana Rinkoff. Diana, how can our listeners contact you? Well, I have a website, dianarinkoff.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, also Diana Rinkoff at sbcglobal.net is my email. My phone number is 713-503-9104. And I'm also on Facebook. Um, I'm also on uh, Instagram. So there are multiple ways to find us. 
Can you tell them where, where you're located in the United States as well? Houston, Texas. But that does not matter. I have clients in Costa Rica, Australia, London, um, several places in the United States. So we are not limited. Of course, I like to see people in person, but we are not limited by um, you have to see me in Houston. Exactly. And that's the wonderful thing about remote work is we can do it over Zoom. We can do it over a phone call. None of that matters because it's it's energy. So we can work on anybody anywhere. Yeah, anytime. I don't. I, I think people get really confused with that energy. But if you have any doubts, just try it and you'll see it works. <laughs> I had to explain it to some clients that are like, how does that work? And I'm like, I'm not quite sure. Yes. But you know what? You can pray for people clear across the world and that works too. Yes, exactly. I, I have. I was forced into doing remote work and I was very uncomfortable with it. But when I did it, it worked just as good as if they were in person. So it it works. Yeah, I like to. Um, so a lot of times before my client, for example, would get to the office, I have already pulled up all kinds of information about what's going on with them. And they're like, how did you know that? Before they even tell me what's going on, I can tell them. So we do have our ways and we learned all this and it has all been developed by doctors. So I will say that we learned this. We have no special talents other than we learned it. Yes, we are intuitive, but so are you. (laughs) You know, everybody is. Well, thank you, Diana, for being on our program today. I can be enjoyed it. Yes. Sorry. I've enjoyed it. KellyRichardson.us. Or you can email me at RichardsonCenter at Outlook.com. Or you can call the office at 608-563-5202. Next week, we will be talking about how bioenergetic kinesiology can help those suffering with mental health issues. Join us next Thursday at noon central time for the underground. Thanks again, Diana. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of The Underground with Kelly Richardson. We hope you have learned something you can apply to your own life. For more information, contact www.kellyrichardson.us. Until we talk again, have a wonderful week.